Hello and welcome back to The Average Shepherd. I'm your host, Deacon Sam, and it is a pleasure to have you along for the ride today. It's the end of the week. It's Friday, eighth week of Ordinary Time, and today's homily is called From Hangry to Holy. So let's begin with the Gospel. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After After he'd been acclaimed by the crowds, Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. He looked all round him, but as it was now late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Next day, as they were leaving Bethany, he felt hungry. Seeing a fig tree in leaf some distance away, he went to see if he could find any fruit on it. But when he came up to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he addressed the fig tree. May no one ever eat fruit from you again, he said. And his disciples heard him say this. So they reached Jerusalem and he went into the temple and began driving out those who were selling and buying there. He upset the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those who were selling pigeons. Nor would he allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he taught them and said, Does not scripture say, My house will be called a house of prayer for all the peoples? But you have turned it into a robber's den. This came to the ears of the chief priests and the scribes, and they tried to find some way of doing away with him. They were afraid of him, because the people were carried away by his teaching. And when evening came, he went out of the city. Next morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree withered to the roots. Peter remembered, Look, Rabbi, he said to Jesus, The fig tree you cursed has withered away. Jesus answered, Have faith in God. I tell you solemnly, if anyone says to this mountain, get up and throw yourself into the sea, with no hesitation in his heart, but believing that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. I tell you, therefore, everything you ask for and pray for, believe that you have it already and it will be yours. And when you stand in prayer, forgive whatever you have against anybody, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your failings too. But if you do not forgive... Your Father in heaven will not forgive your failings either. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel, we might get the impression that Jesus is in a bit of a bad mood. He might be even suffering from what my youth group used to call hangry. That is, the feeling of being angry as a result of being hungry. As the parents out there probably know, this condition is usually found in teenage boys and can result in severe outbursts of every kind. Just ask my mum. She's had six. In today's Gospel, we read that Jesus is heading along the road from Bethany to Jerusalem and he's feeling famished. He turns in the direction of a fig tree, hoping to find some fruit on it, but finds none. So Jesus proceeds by cursing the tree and saying, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. Soon after this event, we hear of Jesus flipping tables in the temple, upsetting the stalls of merchants and money changers, saying they had turned his father's house into a robber's den. Now, while the, all of the symptoms of hangry are present in this story, We know that Jesus was not the type to lash out like a teenage boy. While he was probably tempted at times, Jesus, in his perfect human nature, never lost control of his actions. 
Everything he did, even in this odd situation, was deliberate, even down to the cursing of the fig tree. Let me explain. In the Old Testament, the image of the vine or the fruit tree planted in good soil was a symbol of God's covenant relationship with his people. If the people kept God's law, he would take care of them and protect them and they would bear fruit in abundance. But if they broke God's law and were unfaithful to him, he would bring judgment upon them and they would be uprooted and wither away. This is exactly what happened in the temple uh, in today's gospel. God's place of prayer and worship had become a trading post. The people's lack of faith in God was demonstrated by their profane behavior in God's holy dwelling place, treating the temple like it was a place of general business or a convenient thoroughfare. The point here is that our faith in God is reflected in our manner of worship. One example of this, of course, is when we're in a Catholic church, or especially up here on the sanctuary. We take care to bow before the altar and the tabernacle as we pass by, first of all to give honor to God, but also to remind ourselves that we're in his holy presence and not the supermarket, the theater, or the club. So when Jesus curses the fig tree and it withers to its roots, it reflects what he has just done in the temple. It serves as a symbol of God's displeasure towards unfaithfulness and is a sign of judgment as was foretold by the prophet Jeremiah. I just want to read a short passage from Jeremiah chapter 8. It says, Those who call themselves wise will be put to shame, since they have rejected the word of God. Prophets and priests alike all practice deceit. Here it's referring to the temple priests, those who were not giving right worship to God. But equally it applies to cardinals, to bishops, to priests and to deacons. Uh, these days we have to be careful not to fall into this same trap of unfaithfulness. Jeremiah continues, They dress the wound of my people as though it were not serious. Peace, peace, they say, when there is no peace. In other words, trying to pretend that laxity and unfaithfulness to God is okay and not a serious matter. He goes on, But are they ashamed of their detestable conduct? No, they have no shame at all. They do not even know how to blush. In other words, these priests and prophets don't even know that what they're doing is wrong because it has become the status quo. So they will fall among the fallen, they will be brought down when they are punished, says the Lord. And here comes the fulfillment that occurs in today's gospel. I will take away their harvest, declares the Lord. There will be no grapes on the vine, there will be no figs on the tree, and their leaves will wither. What I have given them will be taken away from them. What has the Lord given us that when unfruitful is taken away? He's given us the gift of faith in baptism, a faith that Jesus says in today's gospel can move mountains. In other words, a faith that can transform our lives and the lives of others if we believe in God without hesitation. We might not feel in ourselves that sense of faith right now. We might still feel a long way off, as I know I do on many occasions. But in light of today's gospel and last Sunday's celebration of Pentecost, we might push forward in our faith by praying to the Holy Spirit to stir up in us the gift of piety, 
Piety properly understood is a deep sense of respect for God and the church. It's an interior attitude of total reliance on God, which brings us to him each day in humility, trust, and love. Let's pray for that gift to be strengthened in us today so that we may be faithful. Come, Holy Spirit, ignite in our hearts your gift of piety. Enkindle in us a reverent love for God, that we may find joy in offering him worthy honour and praise, and a desire to do his will in all things. We ask this in the holy name of Jesus, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. God bless, and I'll see you next time.